What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. On today's episode, we'll be getting into and diving into what exactly are the Bulls officially done making moves. We'll talk about what they have left, what assets they have left, what their salary cap situation looks like, and what potential players could be cut if needed to make a deal. We'll also be going around the NBA to see what type of news and other signings that have been going on, as well as talking about Summer League and what's coming up for the Chicago Bulls in Summer League and what we can expect from that Summer League roster. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the first thing that we're that we're starting off today's episode with is asking the question, are the Bulls done making moves? Now, we have all 15 of our guaranteed contracts in line, uh, which puts us at $1.5 million below the luxury tax, uh, which the luxury tax is $156.26 million. Um, and so the Bulls have $7 million left in their um, in their mid-level exception to use and a $5 million trade player exception that actually expires on Thursday. So if they want to use that. So there's a hard cap. Uh, if the Bulls do use up to about $6.5 million of that mid-level exception, uh, that would put them at the hard cap of $157 million. So that being asked, right, there are a lot of Bulls fans that still ask, are the Bulls going to make moves? If they are going to make any significant moves, I've already said, I think on yesterday's episode, I do not expect the Chicago Bulls to make any t- any other type of significant moves. But I do want to talk about what the- can they do if they do decide to make a significant. And by significant, I-, I look at significant. I'm not talking about like a major move and changing the starting five, moving Vooch or anything like that. By significant, I mean a player that could be on this roster come opening night is what I'm using significant by in the context of this conversation. Now, the Bulls do have all 15 of the guaranteed roster spots filled, but up until, I can't remember the exact date, but up until basically the start of the season, the Bulls can technically go over that 15 players, and then they'll have to make cuts later on. Um, so what everything sits is like, are any deals out there for the Bulls to make that are going to be anything anything worth, you know, going over that, uh, that number of players, cutting a player that's guaranteed, anything like that? When you look at what, the Bulls do have left. We already talked about the trade player exception that is set to expire tomorrow um, at four or five million dollars. Now, the Bulls could use all of that. They'll be into the luxury tax, but they could use all of that to bring in another player. I don't think that that's going to be very likely. But looking at what the Bulls do have, we know Tony Bradley, his contract is two point two million dollars um, easily cut if they do want to open up a roster spot. Kobe White as well. It's highly unlikely, I think, at this point that Kobe White is going to be trading. We might as well look and just realize that Kobe White is going to be on this roster. And, you know, for better or worse, whatever whatever you feel on that, um, it kind of is what it is at this point. Kobe White is going to be a Chicago Bull. We'll see how long he's going to be a Chicago Bull. And don't be surprised if this goes all the way to restricted free agency with Kobe White if he plays well this season. And maybe they do work out a deal to keep Kobe White and maybe look to trade him later down the road. But for anyone who's really kind of hoping that Kobe White is moved before for anything significant uh, before the start of the season, no signs are really pointing to that. I know that we had uh, the, you know, the talk that the Bulls were shopping him the 18th pick early on. Seems like all those talks went to the wayside. Seems like they, they didn't get quite the deal that they were hoping to get or a deal that they would have accepted. So they're willing to let this play out into free agency. So it really just leaves Tony Bradley, right? What happens with Tony Bradley? Can they trade him into somebody else's, you know, trade player exception that may expire? Let that team cut him. Uh, we see deals like that a lot in the NBA um, to kind of free up another roster spot, maybe go after a power forward, uh, maybe a player that can play the three and the four, uh, something like that. We'll see. At this point, 
in in free agency, like I said before, like Caleb Martin is a player that I would definitely be interested coming on this team. Do I think at this point is going to happen? It doesn't look likely. Um, but just looking at everything, Tony Bradley's probably the one player that you can look at and say, hey, he's he may not be on this roster by opening night. But I'm gonna present this question to you guys. We'll probably also put this up as a poll in the community tab for the viewers on YouTube. If you're on the podcast side, go ahead over there to vote as well. But I'm gonna ask this: which player? will be on the Bulls roster. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> which, question of the day, which player currently on the Chicago Bulls roster will not be on the roster by opening night? So is it going to be Tony Bradley? Is it going to be Kobe White? Or do you think they both will be on the roster by opening night of the regular season? Let me know all that down below. Let's go ahead and move on. Summer League, which kicks off Friday. I will be doing a post-game show for that first game uh, Friday in Summer League. I think they play again after that. I don't think they play till Monday. If that's the case, I'll be able to have a game out, uh, a video out for you guys Monday as well, as far as a post-game live stream for that. But a lot of the news is coming out of, out, of, out of Summer League so far. Seems like Marco, A, has grown a little bit, but he's also put on 25 pounds of muscle since he's come into the NBA. Um, and so he came in at 215 pounds. He's at 240 right now. Uh, that size is going to be needed. One of the things that were uh, knock on him when he was drafted is he was going to have to put on size and size that helps him and also like lean muscle that helps him keep the mobility that he has. Now, what does that mean for him defensively? We don't have we don't have no goddamn idea what Marco is going to mean defensively. But while we're talking and looking at, you know, players that could contribute to the Chicago Bulls and a lot of people say we still need a backup four, and some people will say we need a, a backup four that can shoot threes. Guess what? Marco Simonovic has the chance to be there. Now, again, we haven't seen it, right? And even him playing in Summer League, he he damn near dominated G League. So I'm not I'm not really looking for Summer League to tell me if Marco's ready for the for the 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 actual grit and grind of the NBA hundred percent, right? I do want to see some things from Marco Simonovic. I want to see him play well, I want to see him play confidently. But at the end of the day, it's really going to be preseason is going to be the test for Marco Simonovic. I think. Like that's that's my opinion in it. Hearing what comes out of training camp, things like that, those are bigger signs for me when it comes to Marco uh, than really looking at what he does down at Summer League. I am excited in Summer League, right? I am excited to see him, excited to see Dalen Terry, Justin Lewis. Overall, their Summer League Bulls have put a, a nice Summer League roster together as far as if you want to see some type of prospects or players that may be on the on the Windy City Bulls next season, they've, they've gotten a lot of that. But Marco Simonovic, I'm not really looking for him to do anything in Summer League. Like, it's, it's not going to tell me anything with this game. I need to see this man in NBA competition, but you know, we're hearing some good things about him. Uh, apparently he's, he's being a gym rat as well. He come down there. He, he looks very good. The coach, uh, John Barry, I think is his name. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, Bryant, John Bryant, right? I think that's it. Uh, but is very high, spoke very highly of him, even in Marco Simonovich's uh, presser yesterday, which I suggest you guys go watch. If you just like, he talked about how coming into the States, you know, be adjusting himself to a new game, a new country, and, you know, as somebody who did live overseas, it, it's not it's not easy. And, you know, some people say that and be like, that's a cop out. It's not easy when you move into a whole different country um, coming in and being and, and having to get used to a different style of play and a different you know style of game overall from European ball. But with that being said. Marco may be, while we, you know, I talked a lot about Iota Sumu, talked a lot about Patrick Williams and what their development can mean to the Chicago Bulls, really making a huge leap in improvement this season. Well, looking at Marco Simonovic as well, if he's able to come in and contribute, and I don't mean like, you know, 20 and 10 or anything like that, like nothing crazy, but if he's able to come in and give a scoring threat off the bench, play some solid minutes at that, at that four slash five position, rebound the ball well, do the passing that he's able to do, we can very well see. 
um, and, and get more than what we thought out of. And while we're talking about like AK not making the big move for some of the players that we wanted to see them go after, I think the, the forgotten guy in a lot of that is Marco Simonovic. Now, I know a lot of Bulls fans are down on him, right? Especially after the rookie season saying, hey, why to bring him over if he's going to play in the G League? Well, guess what? He told you the reason in that presser and why he spent a lot of time down in the G League. He needed to put on weight. He needed to get used to the game. He needed to get used to being in a new country. His English sounded very good as well uh, compared to how it sounded um, last uh, uh, early into last season. So with that being said, like he even called Vooch his mentor and his big brother. And I talked about this in an earlier video earlier in the summer is that Marco Simonovic being mentored by Nikola Vucevic is just as important as as Patrick Williams being mentored by DeMar DeRozan. It's just as important to Marco's development. And we'll get to see what we have and Marco, I think more so this year than what we may be expecting. Now, you know, I want to focus everything on Marco here, but I just, I really do think that Marco has the chance to dazzle in some ways that I think some Bulls fans aren't quite expecting from Marco Simonovic. I know a lot of people, Nikola Jovic had a great game down in Summer League last year. I mean, last year, last night, putting up 25 points and stuff like that. But I think looking at Marco Simonovic is that. Pat the designer said this as well when we were doing our draft player profiles is that, you know, if he if he brings what he's advertised to bring, we we have the potential to bring it to have a hell, a hell of a player in Marco coming off the bench while he's learning the game. And ha he has a great skill set talking about a three level scorer who can pass, who can get up the floor, not the quickest player. Right. I'm not saying he's like he's like a, a prime Amari Stoudemire out there or anything like that. But he does have a lot of skills, offensive skills, the defensive skills in the side of the ball. The defensive IQ, we need to see how that comes along. Can he be not, he's never going to be a lockdown defender, but can he be a smart system defender that allows him to rotate well, things like that? We'll see. One-on-one -on -one def defense, I'm never going to think Marco's going to be a big part, uh, a big player in that. But we ha we could have a, a player that's better than what I think a lot of Bulls fans are expecting from Marco Samanovic, in my opinion. But let me know what you guys think about that down below. What do you think about Vooch? Really mentoring Marco. What do you think about if what do you, what are the chances that you're putting on Marco Samanovic to be able to come in and contribute, even if it's 10, 12 minutes a night at the NBA level? He talked about he needs and he wants to do it. He's trying to get ready for the NBA game and that level, and hopefully he does so. Now, also down in summer league, Dalen Terry continues to dazzle. We continue to hear great things about Dalen Terry, and you you should hear that. He's your 18th overall pick at this point. Getting ready for summer league, you should hear great things about a player who came into the league. As the 18th overall pick, you just should. He should be. Um, he should. It should be a level there, right? Even with a lot of the the potential picks and, and players down there, he should be ready. Now, one thing that I'm going to say with Dalen Terry is be prepared that you're not going to. You may not see the 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 big scoring numbers from Dalen Terry down in summer league, but what you probably will see is a lot of games with eight points, eight rebounds, six assists, two steals, a block, things like that, where he really completely stuffs that stat sheet. And that's what I look at Dalen Terry really being. Dalen Terry. If he grows the way that a lot of people think he's grown, some people think he can be the seal of the draft. I'm going to come down a ring off that. Whether he ends up being the seal of the draft or not, in realism, what he could end up being is that glue guy, is that guy who comes in and he just does a little bit of everything and makes things easier for the players out there on the court with him. While we do want to see Patrick Williams take a leap in scoring, it's going to be a while if Dalen Terry turns into a consistent scorer. Now, he can you know, hit the open shot, things like that, get out in transition. I do expect to see that from him early. But Dalen Terry... In this summer league, I'm, I'm especially looking at just his game overall. I'm going to be highly breaking down his game, talking about that. And I do think that he's going to, to while some Bulls fans that are still kind of down 
on the Bulls selecting him and not going with a player like EJ Liddell, even though he fell to the 40s, you know, you still hear that from a lot of Bulls fans. I think Dalen Terry, Marco Samanovic, Justin Lewis, we're going to have a heck of a summer league team. And, and it's going to give us a lot to talk about and ponder on as far as the Bulls' future down there in summer league. And I'm going to ask you guys this. Out of the players that are, on, that are under contract, actual NBA contracts with the Chicago Bulls, who is the player that you think is going to end up playing the most games in the actual NBA next season? We're going to go Marco Samanovic, Justin Lewis, Dalen Terry. Who plays the most games in the regular NBA for the Chicago Bulls next season? Let me know all that down below. Again, if you're on the podcast side, you can either email or go vote in the poll on the community tab on YouTube. Now, let's get into the last topic for the day. We're going to go talk about some deals that are some, yeah, some deals that went down in the NBA overall. And so the Lakers did sign Thomas Bryant. Now, this is a guy, he's only 25 years old. His career averages are 10 points per game, 5.7 rebounds per game, uh, right under a block per game in 20 minutes per game over the course of his NBA career so far. 25 years old. He said he's going to be given every chance to start on the NBA level. Um, well, get to earn that starting position for the for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. This is a this is a pick, honestly. I look at Thomas Bryant, and he did not come on my radar as far as uh, uh, players that the Bulls could sign for the minimum. Thomas Bryant, looking at his uh, looking at his PR, looking at those efficiency numbers, the Lakers may have got a heck of a player here who could develop into a starting center for them. Again, uh, it's the Lakers. Almost everything they do seems to go left lately, but we'll end up seeing. But Thomas Bryant, with those averages for a career that he hasn't really gotten to play very many minutes on, but averaging double-digit uh, scoring and, and almost six rebounds per game in only 20 minutes, that could have been a, been a player that's a heck of a backup center for the Chicago Bulls. Again, less money than Andre Drummond, but again, he doesn't bring the genesee qua of an Andre Drummond as well. But, you know, that's one of the things that I wanted to point out here as well. The Spurs signed and are claimed off waivers Isaiah Robbie, Roby, don't know how to pronounce that man's last name, but this is a player that a lot of Bulls fans were saying they would have liked to see and wanted to see the Bulls possibly go after here um, because he probably would have been on the minimum. Now, they did claim him off waivers, so that means they just pick up his contract as it went. He did not clear waivers. Now, this is a former 45th pick in the 2019 draft, only 19 years old, 10.1 points per game, um, and then he shot 51% from the field, 44%. Uh, from three-point range and 67% um, in his shooting uh, splits in 21 minutes per game before being waived by the, by the Thunder. This is another player that, hey, he that's a lot of promise. And the Spurs, as we know with the Spurs, they do really good at developing down there. We'll see what happens once Pop does leave, if they continue being that team that develops players very well. But Isaiah Robbie Roby, whatever it is, may end up being a player that we do look back on and say, why didn't the Bulls take a chance on this guy? But at the end of the day, like I said with everything, the would've, could've, should've's for me at this point are all but not. They're all kind of wasted. This Bulls roster is what this Bulls roster is going to be um, unless you know some of the moves and some of the other permutations that we talk about go down. But as it stands right now, you know, well, well I know a lot of Bulls fans are going to be looking at some of the players that we quote-unquote missed out on, and they're going to be complaining about that over the course of the whole season. It's just something that happens. It happened with Franz Wagner. It happened with Wendell Carter. It's, it's just always going to be something that Bulls fans do. But at the end of the day, as we said before, AK told us continuity was going to be key. And when you look at only two major additions to this team, not even really major additions, and Goran Dragic, Andre Drummond really being the new additions to this team, outside of Dale and Terry, but almost everything else stays the same, it was kind of to be expected. Um, so we'll see how this Bulls roster ends up shaping up. We're going to continue doing our coverage heading into Summer League, where I'm going to be covering the Bulls 
at a very high level in summer league and those summer league games. But let me know everything down below. Answers to all the questions. Thank you for for supporting Chicago Bulls Central, as you guys always have been. If you want to follow me personally, you can do so at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bull Central Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us any uh, text and our voicemails to be played on our Saturday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the fastest growing YouTube, uh, well, Chicago Bulls focused YouTube channel um, in, on, on all of the internets right now. And we appreciate you guys because that is only because of you guys. Also, something that I did not announce yet is that uh, I have started the memberships portion of YouTube and we will be dropping once a week exclusive content for our members on YouTube. Um, and then we'll work out some other little things to do during the season as well for that membership. We have one member so far after the day after announcing it. Um, so if you want to be a part of the membership, that is also where me and Ricky's Chicago Bulls weekly will be dropping as well once me and Ricky Fontaine get that show off the ground. But thank you so much for supporting the show like i liked in every episode on go bulls love you guys peace y'all this has been a presentation of the break break media, break, break, media.